So in this lesson, we're going to look at the two key concepts that decide whether an account is successful or not. And as you probably guessed from the title of it, those two concepts are things I call value and probably not a real word, but interestingness. So value is whatever you give your audience in exchange for their time. It's often really small and quite subtle. We all follow and engage with accounts that offer us value all the time, probably without consciously noticing that exchange is happening. The most common cause of low growth or low engagement on Instagram is low value posts. And to illustrate this, I would love to say, just think of an account that you really love. So one you check in on quite intentionally, somebody you might recommend to friends, you type into search if you think you might have missed some of their posts. What is it that you get from following that account? What keeps you remembering them? What keeps you coming back for more? Some of the most common forms of value you might get through Instagram are inspirational. So maybe it's places to visit or recipes to try or products you might want to buy, ways to create, things like that. Aspirational, so people living lives or doing things that you would quite like to do and watching them inspires you to feel like you can do it too. Motivational, so things like progress pictures, quotes, success stories, people doing work. Entertainment, so a funny story or someone who's just really entertaining to watch, a caption or an image. It can be anything, cute cat videos. Educational, so it tells you something you didn't know before, maybe something to improve our life or our work or our relationships. Drama, most people don't like to admit it, but as humans we are naturally drawn to drama. So people will have hate follows, will watch people who are angry or people who are going through a really difficult traumatic point in their life and these accounts all offer value to audience in a roundabout way so I obviously don't recommend this as a tactic but I think it's important to include it in this list because it does help us to see what we're all really chasing when we're looking for value on Instagram and at the heart of it it's feelings so what most of us are really seeking when we scroll through Instagram is a microdose of some sort of positive daily emotion so what's valuable to your audience And that list could be never ending, obviously. And there are so many surprising, delightful ways to offer value to your audience. And I love exploring this with people. But I know sometimes a practical example can help a concept to take root. So here are some examples of ways that you could explicitly be offering value to your audience. Things like an uplifting playlist, a brilliant recipe, a tip or a piece of really useful advice, a roundup of great links or products or accounts it's going to save them time because they don't need to find those things for themselves a quick tutorial and something you're good at that they want to try an answer to a common problem they're facing a photo that creates a soothing feeling of escapism a caption that makes people feel seen and heard and less alone a behind the scenes peek at how something they love is made a video that takes their mind off a bad day or a stressful commute question that makes them think and respond a signpost to something good a good sale that's going on or something that's going to be worth their time a review of a book or a movie they might be interested in a meme or a quote that they're going to identify with maybe want to share that they think describes them a chance to get to know you more personally and feel connected to another human that list could go on and on and not every single post needs to offer this level of value But your account as a whole needs to have this as a regular heartbeat. In the current Instagram climate, nothing will get you more shares, more follows, more comments, more connections than giving something to your audience that they can take away into their daily life. 
So thinking back to that Venn diagram from the last lesson, it begins to be easier to see which parts of our work and our life are most interesting and valuable to our audiences too. If you're a business, there is an added bonus to all of this too. By giving away results and value to your audience for free, you're automatically promoting the value of your paid work too. So if I download your free sewing pattern or maybe apply one of the quick tips you posted on your Instagram in my life and I get successful results, I am going to be so much more likely to invest in your paid products when I next need that help. You won't ever have to hard sell to me because I've already had positive results from what you gave away for free. The value we give to our audience is the most powerful way I know to demonstrate the worth of our products. It's like a digital tester sample that we can throw out into the world for free. Product-based businesses can sometimes get a bit stuck here. I think it's easy to start thinking the only value you can give away is discounts. The trick then is to zoom out and look at things more widely than just your products. So if you make, sell toys, for example, you could offer value around games to play on a rainy day with your kids, ways to style a nursery, a collection of ethical children's clothing brands that you love, or even just super honest, relatable posts about the struggles of parenting. And naturally, along the way, you then get to talk about your brand, about why you sell what you sell, about how important your product is to you. Any combination of the above would be so much more valuable to your audience than what I see most product-based businesses tending to do, which is day after day of lovely, but slightly cold and austere studio shots of their products, looking kind of cold and sad and alone. The next part of this then is interestingness. My friend Alex and his sister have this secret rule in their family. So if either one of them starts to talk too long about something that the other person doesn't think is interesting then they start to silently point at them. And sometimes you'll be sat in a room and they'll all be pointing at one person and they call it the dull finger. I think it's simultaneously hilarious and mortifying to be the receiver of that point. But what it means is you're talking about something that no one else needs to hear. So sometimes we all do this. We talk about something that's only interesting to us and that's totally fine. But it's not really a great strategy if you are intentionally seeking engagement and growth and connection on a platform like Instagram. As the title of a blogging book I have on my shelf from like the 2000s put it, nobody cares what you had for lunch. So I like to think of turning on our interestingness filter. It can take a bit of time and practice to really refine a good one. And even after all these years, I'll still sometimes post something that I think is amazingly entertaining to my stories and like get nothing in return. Dull finger, Sarah. Nobody cares about your birds. But with our filter in place, we can start to build this natural sense of what is worth other people's time and attention in this big noisy hubbub of Instagram and what is maybe better saved for ourselves, for our friends, for our family. When we combine that with the idea of value, it actually becomes really easy to predict which content is going to perform best for us. So an outfit post titled Happy Tuesday or that very same outfit, but you've tagged all the brands and you've got a caption explaining how you've got over self-consciousness about wearing big hats in public and some tips for people who struggle with the same thing. Or instead of a post complaining about the algorithm and how nobody ever comments anymore, it could be a post with three things they're going to be trying this month to increase their exposure in the algorithm and how they're going to report back with the results. Maybe you're used to seeing product shots just against a white background that says, did you know we sell this product? And instead, that could be that product being used in somebody's home in a real life situation with a caption sharing how the idea of making that product first came about. 
Once your interest in this filter is turned on, you can start to spot patterns and trends in what resonates for you and then be able to see opportunities for exploring those things more. Sometimes a small throwaway tweet that I share will get an amazing, overwhelming response and immediately I know it's interesting to people and so I use that to then create an Instagram caption or a blog post or even a podcast episode. It's kind of like market research that we're conducting every day just incidentally and then we get to get gradually better and better at understanding what's interesting and better able to offer value to all of our people in return.